These delicate strips of film are the materials which record and transmit the creations of Hollywood. We're talking pictures. Alrighty, guys, this is take five <laughs> of Talking Pictures. Type hundred of Talking Pictures. We're having some difficulties tonight. So if I sound awful, it's because technology, the god, the technology gods. Are not sh- smiling down. Upon they, I don't think they've ever smiled down upon you. <laughs> Correct. No, yeah. I, 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 we filmed an episode already, and it was awful. So we trashed the whole thing. <laughs> it was five hours long too, <laughs> and boy, was it good. Marathon episode. Yeah, it was yeah. really good. Um, so a in case lot I sound, of talk to me takes. <laughs> in case I sound sane, I now have to hold the thing by hand, the microphone. I mean, not, yeah, I'm holding my laptop. My he always holds my hands during the <laughs> tapings, so this works out. Guys, we're talking about four movies tonight. Theater Camp, directed by Molly Gordon. Talk to Me, which is a horror film. <laughs> uh, they Clone Tyrone, which came out on Netflix this year, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, starring my boys, my best friend boys. And I am rude. I'm oh, sorry. And uh, you were you weren't there. <laughs> you were, I'm sorry. <laughs> I wasn't invited to the pizza party. You weren't invited to the, to the cowabunga party. Oh man! Um, but that's I, your movie, man. That was I your know. most anticipated movie of the it back was. half of 2023. It was. It was. How are you feeling? Um, is the year just now just is a denouement? I, <laughs> Everything fin, downhill from here. La fin du monde. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the year is a Belgian beer. Yeah. You know, I, it was. I'm very excited to talk about it. But one of my, whatever we were saying in the last episode, if you guys remember that, that's last recording of this. Episode, the ghost of podcast past. Um, Casey Jones wasn't in it, and that's my boy. Spoiler. I love this is him. a big yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. Wasn't. Womp, womp. So, fuck it. It's fine. I guess I'll watch it again. And I didn't the enjoy first f bomb. One minute <laughs> in. I love him. We're okay. off to a good start. I can't get enough of my fbs. Uh, and then the last movie we were talking about is Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> my F boys. You and your F boys? Yeah. Are those the Man. turtles? Are they your F boys? Yeah, they're my T boys. My F boys are. That doesn't sound good. No. no. <laughs> Man, I'm gonna get tired of holding this mic. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to I know come you up. No, it's okay. It's actually fun. With it's some fun. makeshift Rube Goldberg machine like lookalike thing. I can like have hands. I can throw hands at you in the middle of. And now you're just there. a legless being over yeah, there. It's unfortunate. Legless. Yeah. Legolas. 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 Legolas boys. We're only talking Orlando Bloom movies tonight. <laughs> what do you think of Elizabeth Town? What? <laughs> Dude, I've never even seen that. You never you didn't see that one? I've never Cameron Crowe? No. Way back when. Well, next next episode or the one after that, uh, well yeah. no, next episode Bloom we'll edition. Uh Grand Treesman. <laughs> oh, that's right, he is in that. He is in that. <laughs> Mr. Katy Perry. Yeah. He's with Katy? Yeah, they've been married for a long time. Really? Yeah. Huh. There you go. Well, now you know. Yeah. Thanks for coming. This is going to be just a celebrity gossip dish podcast Speak, speaking, soon. Speaking of celebrity birthdays. <laughs> Ooh. You segueing already? Yeah, right like into it. it, man. Right into it. We got work to do tonight. Happy birthday um, to happy how birthday many TikTok to stars? Chris Hemsworth. Wow. Right? 39. 40. Okay. He did Big it. 4-0. Yeah, he had to get that. Did he get uh, a surprise party? I think they surprise him and he with uh, a party. Yeah, and he where like, is his birthday party? Sydney Australia. He was that surfing. Who's that? That was my. Who's that person? Is that Crocodile Dundee? Nah, that's my Australian. Yeah, you're the one person no? with an Australian <laughs> accent that has never gotten <laughs> laid. <laughs> oh, that's don't, it. You don't like my cool Australian accent. <laughs> yeah. 
That's not Australia. Yeah, ladies would be like, can you speak up, sir? I can't hear you. What? You're talking at the decibel of Do you want to buy me a beer? (laughs) (laughs) Next we have... But what do you think he does for a a surprise (laughs) birthday party? Do you think they, like, rent out an an island? You think Elsa's, like, (laughs) renting an island for him? Rent an island? Yeah, that's really funny. You think they're going to, like, New Skarsgård? New Skarsgård. New Asgard? all the Skarsgårds. Big fan of the pod. He's going to New Asgard with all the Skarsgårds? <laughs> yeah, he goes to New Asgard with all the Skarsgårds, oh, and they hang out, and they wish him happy birthdays, and they go surfing, and they talk about bayous and stuff. While surfing? While surfing, they talk about bayous. Yeah. Which is definitely, I don't think there's any bayous in Australia. I don't know. That sounds very Nolans of you. Happy birthday, Hulk Hogan. Wow. Which is interesting. Because, yeah. Hey, he just were, served us a couple beers tonight. He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were talking about that. him earlier. I was. And also, Chris is going to play him. Is he? Why wasn't he rumored to play Hulky? I don't remember that. I'm pretty sure, dog. That sounds intriguing. I would watch him play Hulk. I'm literally looking at both of them. They look like each other, kind of. Joe Rogan. <laughs> Uh, it's also his birthday today. He, I'm going to say he's 55. Yo, Rogan. 56. Okay. Hogan, wow. I was going to say, is, God, 76? Hulk Hogan is yeah. 70. Hard 70. Okay. Locked in at 70. Rough 70. Rough 70. Yeah. No, he looks great. Come on. He's locked in at You'd 70 be a for 70. See one year. What happens. He's not wrestling anymore. <laughs> he, he, he wrestles. He wrestles with his emotions. He just, like, the way... Like, wrestling was shot in the 80s. He just looked 70 back then. He sure did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he moved like a 70-year-old. Um, uh, well, Joe Rogan. Uh, Happy birthday, Joe. Yeah, Joe Rogan. I'm also getting The podcast we aspire to be. Manchester Orchestra tickets and Jimmy Eat World. I'm not going to do it. Stop forcing me to do it. Happy birthday, Jimmy Eat World. <laughs> Viola Davis. Nice. Oscar winner. 50. Uh, two. Eight. Okay. Right? She looks great. Holy smokes. Huh? Yeah. She's doing it. It's not a surprising thing to be in age. I don't know why. It's like, oh, shit, you're all 60. Okay. Someday you get a... <gasps> Ursula Colbero. I'm saying that wrong. I don't know who that is. Dude. Tokyo. Tokyo. Oh, from Money Heist? Yeah. Wow. Wow. I'm going to say 34th. she's... 34th. I was going to say 33. Fuck yeah, dog. <laughs> <laughs> There's still hope. How is she our age? Ursula. Dude, Ursula? Holy smokes. I didn't think people were named Ursula anymore. I, neither did I. I thought it was one Disney villain and, yeah. <laughs> and Phoebe's twin on what Friends. Is one Disney villain we saw this year. Um, I'm getting Now I'm getting Steve Wozniak. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we're getting down into it now, uh, man. Yeah, that's enough of that. We're does on. he still have his show? He still has his sh- shirt on, apparently. That's good. Uh, <laughs> we didn't ask for him to take it off. No, we didn't. We did not consent to shirtless Steve. No. He yeah. had a show? Wait, Steve Wozniak? You know who I was thinking of? <laughs> oh, no. You're I, doing to me. I was think- You're doing to me. I was thinking of, like, Steve Wilkos. <laughs> <laughs> didn't he just die? No, Jerry died. Oh, Jerry, his dad. Yeah. Well, wow. you know, <laughs> adopted. Shit, adopted dad died. Yeah, Steve fuck dude. No, it's still Wozniak. He was uh, Apple. Is that Apple, Apple guy, right? Yeah, Apple jo- boys. Uh, Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. Seth and Danny Boyle's seed. movie. Uh, Apple, Not Johnny his seed. seed. <laughs> Johnny Appleseed. Happy Johnny Steve Seed. Wozniak. Um, happy birthday to Step Up, the movie. Two thousand and six. Holy. 
guacamole. There we go. We've got a brain. There we go. Um, let's see. Uh, Channing Tatum. Uh, Rugrats. The cartoon? Yeah. Premiered in? When do you think the first episode of Rugrats dropped? 88. You put it that 91. Okay. Wow, 88. Well, I mean, I, no, absolutely. Because we were like... We were kids. Out. Yeah, you know? So yeah, we were, like, we were it's, Rugrats. It's hard to like clock that. Good time. Good time. Love that movie. Uh, 2016. 2017. Damn. 2017. And we'll get one more out here. Good Time's amazing. Go watch. Turn good, off this podcast and yeah, go watch Good Time. Stop listening to our jibber jabber yeah. and go listen to Good Times. And then Half Nelson. Ryan Gosling, school teacher movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2009. Six. Wow. Yeah. Nominated for that. Really? Yeah. He was? He was. You know what? Best I, actor. I miss him, man. I really do miss him. What do you mean? You just saw him. Barbie, yeah, last episode. I miss him. I'm just Ken. <laughs> Hold on, he's going to get a Best Supporting Actor nomination just for that. that around. You think so? Oh, of course. Really? Yeah. Wow, you guys heard it here first. Evan's first Oscar pick. Again. Ryan Gosling for playing Ken. Dave heard it here first. Everyone else knows <laughs> this. <laughs> Stop Kenning around. Uh, yeah, man. I'm Kenneth. Um, I'm Kenneth. We're all Kenneth. Hey, Barbie. Let's play a game. We have our usual News to Dave segment yeah. where I read Dave some of the biggest headlines that have hit the interwebs in the last three weeks. Mm-hmm. Some of, I'm sure, Dave have heard. Uh, we do have an ongoing group chat with two of our friends. Uh, where we share a bunch of news updates, but I'm yeah. not sure how much Dave is on Instagram, and yeah, you can say whatever you want there. His iPhone know. is lacking in Braille, so he's not able to read any of these updates. <laughs> Shattered screen. So I believe I have no, I have eight for you. Oh, good. Are you ready for this? I think I am. Hit the hit all right. The, hit the buzzer already. Sixty seconds on the clock. Wow. Why do I have three minutes on here? That's not good. <laughs> Take three minutes. That is <laughs> not. Could. That is a long news today. Yeah. You ready? Yes. Vanessa Kirby, rumored to be cast as Sue Storm in Fantastic Four reboot. And that's a 10 for me. That's a 10? Good. Bob said that. And I remember sitting in the theater, and he was like, Vanessa Kirby. And I was like, oh, she'd be great. And I was, again, thinking of a different actress. And then she popped up on a Mission Impossible <laughs> trailer. And he was like, no, her. And I was like, she would be. Next one. <laughs> and the game's over. And we're a minute in. Horror Breakout, Talk to Me, is getting a sequel. What? <laughs> Two, four. NASA officially launching its own streaming service. <laughs> ben Affleck has reportedly been cut from Aquaman 2. Ben Affleck has been cut from Aquaman 2? It's not news to Evan. It's news to Dave. <laughs> 10 out of anger. Anger 10. It's confusing. Sydney Sweeney has confirmed she is playing Spider Woman in Sony's Madam Web. Oh, that's awesome! Is that good? Say she'd be a great Sue Storm. Yeah, that's exciting. That's really good stuff. Killian Murphy reveals he is open to playing Doctor Doom. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Ken. (laughs) (laughs) He did say he wants to play a Ken. Yeah, I know. Did you read that? Oh, yeah, I read that. Dude, that would be sick. Killian Murphy, Doctor Doom. Yeah, be pretty awesome. But they were also talking about Ryan Gosling playing Doctor Doom. I don't like that as much. No. Nah. I think it would definitely be a better Killian. I just we got to get Ryan in that Marvel movie somewhere. I just don't know where. He definitely is a villain. Probably. 
I would like that. Yeah. And finally, David Ayer confirms his Suicide Squad film will officially be receiving its own director's cut. Uh, Ayer? Is it Ayer? I think it's David Ayer. Okay. The Ayer cut? Ayer cut's coming. <sighs> Ten. Did you stop giving numbers? I, I can't think remember. so. I just remembered. Doctor Doom. <laughs> remember? <laughs> Man, I got a... One thing got a 10 out of anger. One like, got a 10 out of excitement. I'm going to, like... When you set the timer to start, I'm going to set a reminder on my phone, and it's just going to come up numbers. Right. <laughs> Rate it. Numbers, Dave. Numbers. Numbers, David. I'm not even going to set the timer anymore. No, I, that's good. It's I keep, good. I good. keep picking less and less news articles, and somehow you still only get to, like, four. I was supposed to say. I know. <laughs> Shocking. Uh, we do have sad news, Did though. Did they actually cut Ben? He's gone. Could he have been cut from The Flash and that movie would have been the same? Probably. It's, he had I, one joke with the yeah, but the lasso of truth around his yeah. hand on a bridge, and, and that was it. But it's like, I'm not... Uh, whatever, man. Yeah. <laughs> we did our Flash stuff. The best we do, part of we the do Flash have... movie was a Batman. That sucks. <laughs> I like Supergirl. Uh, we do have some sad news. Because of the writer's strike, we have a couple of delays in releases come the fall. The First and foremost, Craven the Hunter, you know, <laughs> was set to be released in ah. October of this year, and ah. it has been pushed to Fuck. August of Shit. next year. August? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Challengers, Luca Guadagnino's yeah, Zendaya film, pushed to April 2024. Yeah, well, damn. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife sequel pushed from December to March. That's crazy, man. And then finally, and it's still not confirmed, but Dune Part 2 is looking like it's going to be a 2024 release. Wow. So that was the number one yeah. fall movie, yeah. I think. It would have been a huge, and, oh, man. Yeah, so like so, actively getting pushed or maybe getting pushed? It's a maybe. That's okay. the only maybe. The other three are What does the strike have to do with this? They're not able to promote the movie at all. You know, no red carpets, no press junkets. Well, because all of that stuff also affects the actor strike, right? Because no one can show up. Did I say writers? I meant meant actors. Oh, okay. I meant actors. All right. So, damn. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, it's... That makes sense. They they held off on um, Top Gun for so long because of the pandemic and everything. So, like, it paid off. Right. Yeah, they wanted people, you know, know. see it in theaters. Why would you drop Dune and no one can't... Like, come on. (laughs) I can wait. I'll wait. If a Dune starts playing in a movie theater, will anyone hear it? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, also, did I say Doom or Dune? (laughs) I think it was a Doom. I don't know. Starring The Rock. Um, Carl Urban. Carl Urban. Well, man, uh, again, I'm sorry (laughs) for not playing. Once again, you have lost news to Dave. It's okay. Next uh, next episode, I'm sure to win. Um, Cool. You want to talk about the movie? Yeah. Right. How are you feeling about this slate, by the way? This slate? You know, theater Overall? Camp, Tyrone, Talk to Me, Mutant Mayhem. Um, It feels like... Uh, what would, what out of 10, what would you give this slate without really, really revealing any of your scores? Interesting. That's an interesting question. Somewhere around the six or sevens. Six or sevens? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm hopeful. I like that you're hopeful. I wasn't this like, good. upset most of the time. This is going to be an episode, man. I can already tell. We're you think so? This is going to be polar, hot, and cold. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, These voices are throwing me. 
Yeah. Um, uh, this episode is also brought to you by Yingling Flights. Flight. Ninety <laughs> percent calories, ninety percent alcohol. Also brought to you by the movie Flight, starring Denzel Washington and We're Kelly Riley. Roll it. Um, are you drunk right now? They don't make movies like Flight anymore. Nah, that man. movie's that movie's fantastic. Yeah, that movie's sensational. Yeah. Um, did I just unplug the microphones? I did not. We're okay. <sighs> Probably. <laughs> um, cool, man. Let's do it. So the first movie we're going to talk about, which I'm very excited to talk about, is Theater Camp. Let's go. And it's surprisingly, and because I didn't know until it was over, directed by Molly Gordon and Nick Lieberman. Who are two of the four writers, along with Ben Platt and Noah Galvin, who plays another person in the movie. Super, super cool. Yeah. I was like, whoa, Molly's directing? This is fucking awesome. But she's like, it's like him and the other guy. Like, they directed this shit. That's super, super sick. Yeah. It came out Well, Nick Lieberman's not in the movie. No. But, yeah. No. But so cool, man. Did Nick Lieberman write it as well? Yeah. So Nick, Molly, Ben Platt, and Noah Galvin wrote it. Cool, man. Cool, man. Have you ever been to theater camp? I have not. Neither have I. I was a Boy Scout. Right. The theater of the forest. (laughs) (laughs) We did did do skits. Yeah. And I remember them being my favorite things. Were they like the Bo is Afraid skits in the forest? No. (laughs) No, there wasn't a (laughs) 45-minute transcendental. I think I'm still lost in that second act. (laughs) I'm still drifting asleep. Finding your future, running into your children as an old man. <laughs> no, this was um, we were doing forgetting that you can't have kids. Campfire. Most of the time, it was like uh, Mary had a little lamb, little lamb, little lamb. Mary had a little lamb. The doctor was surprised, and it was like lots of that. Wow, <laughs> you're so cool. Thanks, man. You know, I was you like, know what? I'm an Eagle Scout. One day you'll kiss a girl. Don't remind me. <laughs> um, theater camp, 2023. I didn't go to theater camp. I was a Boy Scout. Um, gotcha. so, <laughs> theater camp, toy, toy, toy. Um, You only fit in by acting out. Uh, after the indomitable and beloved founder of a scrappy theater camp in upstate New York falls into a coma, the eccentric staff must band together with her clueless crypto bro son to keep the <laughs> thespian paradise afloat. Thespian? Mm-hmm. Cool. Thespian, what is it? It's thespian. Don't make me feel weird about this. I pronounce it. You turn that P into a B real hard. Thespian. Thespian. (laughs) (laughs) You know, oh, I'm sorry. Sorry. Chris Hemsworth's here, and he wants to. Is he? <laughs> he's, I, he's trying to take the He mic. left his own surprise birthday <laughs> party to, to come here. Sucks for thespian. Thank you. Chris. How do you know where we're here? We're, we're This podcast is a road game. He's we're doing it at your house today. <laughs> the friend, the friend of the pod. Oh, we are doing it at my house. Guys, he's not a friend of the pod. Dude, he's, no. Don't say that in front of him. He's not a friend of the Why pod. Not? He gave us extraction, too. He's been, he's been, he's in, he's on the naughty Chris list. Earmuffs. Yeah. <laughs> Elsa, naughty Elsa's list. welcome That's anytime. That's not his fault. Yes, it is. Wow. Why would that not be his fault? Good. Yeah. That movie is insipid. Insipid? <laughs> It is. Wow, guys. It's so this movie derivative. Is brought to you by Webster's Dictionary. Um, <laughs> Bringing <laughs> words into your life since opening, the 17th century. Which I'm opening right now to learn what dispipid means. Um, you're going to have a hard time finding it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the letterbox. No, that was the letterbox. This is the IMDb. The eccentric staff of a rundown theater camp in upstate New York must band together with the beloved founders, Bro Watt. What? 
bro dash y son to keep the camp afloat. Broy. <laughs> that's but that's not how. Uh, bro dash y. That's what. What? There's like a new uh, new name for the pod. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Bro's that's what y. it says. That was New York. For some reason, I thought it was Jersey. Um. They mentioned that at one point. They were like, you're only like four uh, hours drive from New York, like in the, in the finale. That's why I thought it was Jersey. But that makes sense. Okay. You want to start with this one? You want me to start with this I one? I want you to start. You seem pumped for it. I am pumped. So I saw it, and I watched it all the way through. And I think... Um, what was your theater like? Were there uh, a lot of people in there, or were you kind of by yourself? There was like four other people in there. Okay. That's sad. But sad. Yeah. Because we were talking about like... Um, in the last version of this episode, before the mics exploded, in our last uh, episode, in our last previous episode, <laughs> how like this and maybe a couple of the other things on this slate are like not big blockbusters. No, and this one, even when I went to go see it, I like it was showing like it once the entire day at one time. Right, I was like, damn, this is where we're at, and it was only out for like two weeks. I know, so like it's not. I don't even think it's still there. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like in and out, and and I don't know. I mean, it does bring a, a kind of a heavy. There's some names in the cast for sure. Yeah, people like, you would recognize. Absolutely, you know? especially if you saw their face. Yeah, we have Sydney from The Bear in this. Ayo yeah. Edebiri, mm-hmm. who we love. Um, Amy Sedaris plays, you know, the, um, the indomitable, indomitable <laughs> snowman, uh, <laughs> beloved founder that you uh, alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben Platt, you know, Pitch yeah. Perfect, and Dear Evan Hansen. I would even say maybe there was a gentleman that was the dance teacher. Uh, and I, I'm trying. I'm trying to find him. It's probably better on the theater on the other one, because um, I can see their faces. Yeah, he didn't look familiar to me. Oh, you didn't? No, uh, Nathan Lee Graham. Yeah, I don't know. Really? Yeah. I definitely recognize him from several things. Zoolander. Uh, it doesn't matter. So, um, we. I loved him. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So this movie felt more to me. I enjoyed it. I liked it. It felt more to me like this episodic thing that they were doing. It like it felt like a show. Mainly because the way it was documentary filmed, it was filmed like a documentary. So I was watching it, and I was like, this seems like a lots of sketches put together into an episodic movie. And um, it, would have been, it, would be, it would be a great show. If they made a whole theater camp office-esque um, elementary that show that's on. Um, that's in Philadelphia. Abbott Elementary. Elementary. Yeah. This would be sick. It would, it, would, it would live there well. But like for me, watching it, I felt... Um, it felt like it was lacking something, and that one okay. thing it was lacking was the the uh, School of Rock kids moment for me. So, yeah, the, like, ki- the kids were kind of sidelined here. It was it was mainly about yeah. the instructors and and like School of Rock was mainly about Jack Black, but like each of those kids were as much as important to the plot. Yeah, as, like he they had was. Personalities, they had personalities more so than these kids. We're not gonna look up this movie and be like, where are the kids today from theater camp? Like we're not right. like you know we're not gonna look at that Buzzfeed. Do you do that often? Look up. The, I look up the kids. School of Rock. Where are they now? <laughs> well, they do that. Like they do like where are they now type yeah. things. It's like child stars or whatever. We're not gonna get that from this movie, and that kind of sucked because like there was some character, some kids that were sticking out more than others. That they were like, right. It was like the, they even kind of highlighted them for a moment. They were giving them. It was like, all right, give them more and make them a part of the reason why this story happens the way it does instead of just. Shots of kids reacting to the bad things that are happening at camp. Right. So, and I was like, all right, well, that kind of sucked. Um, I agree with you. I, saw, I didn't give my fucking rating. You never do. I know. Fine. I'm sorry. I man. almost reminded you. i to get better. You know what? I agree with you. I, I, I just feel that 
what they were reacting to, essentially what the instructors were doing, was so funny that I am okay with it. Okay. Because it's just they weren't reacting to things that I didn't find humorous or funny. They yeah. were just like, you know, a lot of the, most of the scenes with Molly and Ben were just great. Oh like their God. chemistry is undeniable. <laughs> so what's your, what's your score? Um, I think I give it an eight out of ten. Okay. I also know it's a four out of five. Oh, look at you! I th- I quick math, math, quick math, quick math, quick math. I also give it a four out of five. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. But I think I I think I feel more highly about it than you do. Well, I let me let me think. I was I yeah. mean like I genuinely was having a great time. Right. It was tough because like the amount of people that were in the theater just didn't have the same like comedy as me. So it made me feel weird laughing sometimes when Oh, so like, no one laughed? Not really. Yeah. Like I was dying in the front in the front and right. they were like no one else was and I was like ah, it's kind of not that I care what other people think but it was just like it was like what's happening, you know? No yeah. one else is in if you get the vibe of the whole room. Um let your improv self shine, bro. That's you know, it. Get That's yourself it. out there. Dude, there's a moment where Molly, <laughs> she like, she's the music teacher. And like, she comes out and she has this like repeater, like a little flute. And she plays this in beautiful, intense, like. Yeah. And then she looks at the kids and there's a beat and she's like, sing that back to me. <laughs> I lost my shit. <laughs> Dude, it's so good. It's so funny. Uh, I agree with you. It's um, it did seem like a lot of like skits just kind of mm-hmm. bunched together. Yeah. And the number one thing I liked about this movie the most is how it was shot. It was very much like a mockumentary, you know. You like just that. yeah, I love that. It, it yeah. felt so lived in and real. Very much like The Office. Very much like Arrested Development, mm-hmm. where it was just. Is this like a? Are they documenting like a real theater camp? Like mm-hmm. it had that vibe to it, which I thought was very clever filmmaking and and it made me be absorbed into this into this film a lot more than i think a different approach would have been it helps that molly gordon and ben platt just have insane chemistry together yeah Uh, i didn't know she directed this until after the fact and i didn't know that they wrote the movie until after the fact and it's based on a short film that these same four writers these same four writers wrote um, a few years back. Okay. So it's like kind of has that whiplash feel where, Sick. you know, Damien made whiplash as a short film and then expanded into a feature. Yeah. And they kind of did the same thing here, which might make sense with what you were thinking, where it's just like it kind of felt like scenes patched together and yeah. they kind of probably just expanded it. on their yeah. own short film and just yeah. added some scenes to it. Um, I'm mad at it. I just no. Like- I got to say, the guy who played Troy, Amy Sedaris' son, Jimmy uh, Tatro. Tatro, I hated him in The Machine earlier this okay. year. He plays a younger version of uh, of Burt okay. Kreischer in that movie. Yeah. Here, I thought he was used like perfectly. Yes. Like, he played that role so yeah. well. Yeah. To the point where, I mean, most of these actors, I thought they did just a phenomenal job yeah. at just all I mean, of their characters. Dude, finale, it's all great. And, you know, the star of the show to me is Noah Galvin. Who played Glenn? Yeah, he's just—he's just like kind of like a electrician or just like a, a stagehand throughout the entire yeah, tech guy. film, and he just had like—he just kept popping up and was funny in what he was doing, and then mm. he just—he's given like the chance to shine at the end of the movie, and it's just like kind of mind blowing, like yeah. how big of a transformation this was. And I—I, I, you know, I thought I recognized this guy before, but he has been in nothing. This really? is just his fourth film. Wow. Third film, I think, with Theater Camp being a short. Damn. Um, oh, he was I, in Theater Camp as a short? Yeah. So he also wrote that well, okay. as well. The oh, same wow. four writers okay. wrote both. So then that's like, dude, 
that's all, that's amazing. So you can tell, like, just watching this movie, how much love and passion that yeah. that um, the actors just had for this material. Yeah, I should say that, like, as much as I love Iowa Beery, kind of felt like she was in like a different movie at times. I agree. Where it's just like, are we just trying to add ten minutes to the runtime here? Not that I didn't like we her need scenes. More scenes with her. Or it just yeah. uh, it just felt fun. Felt like felt kind of disjointed. I don't you know? necessarily know if we needed to have a closure with her of like she should be an agent. Like, right. It's like kind of like, yeah. wow. don't really care. Yeah. Um, so you're right. I feel like. But Molly Gordon, who, you know, was Claire Bear on The Bear two months ago. Sure was. She's just, uh, she is ascending, and I'm here for it. Because, mm-hmm. we, I mean, we've loved her since. Animal Kingdom? Like Animal Kingdom on TNT yeah. back in the day. I mean, playing opposite Rachel Sonnet in Shiva Baby. Yes. Just fantastic. Um. And even her, like, three insults at Jonah Hill and you people is still a highlight of right? this year. <laughs> oh, she's just uh, – she's just, and she's got some great lines in Booksmart, too. She's yeah. just one of those actors that Swing just, like, fences, is just – I'm happy every time she's in it, and I'm yep. going to rush out to see her in a movie. Um, yeah, and, and Ben Platt. Like, I had a very bad experience with him watching The Worst Person yeah, at the Wedding. Yeah, you the elevator or something together, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, an elevator crashing down to the ground floor was kind of my experience of watching the worst person at the wedding oh, last year, or yeah. whatever the the hell the name of that movie was with I don't know. Allison Janney and Kristen Bell. Like I hated that oh, film, yeah. and this movie completely redeemed him in my eyes. Yes, which just goes to show you what Weird. good writing and what passion yeah. for the script and for the film that you're in yeah. will help you to shine through. Absolutely. So. Yeah, man, I love this. Um, easy four, possibly a four point five. Yeah. Um, highly recommend it. I'm sure it'll be on Hulu in yeah. about three days, probably when this episode comes out. Yeah, just fired up, and uh, you won't be disappointed. Yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. Um, there was also a real quick a moment with Owen Teal. Maybe I'm pronouncing his name wrong. I'm sorry, Owen. Um, he's <laughs> the uh, he was the uh, costume designer at the at the theater camp, and they're sitting around a campfire, and he's like. Uh, you know, when I, I was a student here and he's like, Joan, she turned to me and she told me, you can't act. You can't sing. You're not attractive. You dress sensational. <laughs> I was like, dude, he's like, and here I am. <laughs> I was like, dude, it was really funny. You know, I thought of you clavicle watching. was really funny too. The clavicle moment. I thought of you watching this just because. I know you have such a, a such an insane hatred for Amy Sedaris on The Mandalorian, yeah. and the I didn't know she was in this, and it opens up with like she's Her like face. the main star Directly. for the first three minutes, and I'm like, oh my god, Dave's gonna hate this Suffering. movie. I'm making him watch this for this podcast. <laughs> no, and then they and then they throw her into a coma five she's minutes into the movie, out. and yeah, she's like, gone. Fuck? And yeah. I'm like, yes, shocking, yes, yeah, let's get her off. Really good, yeah, yeah, really good stuff. We love David though. But like yeah, we love David, and she was good in in as this. Th- I don't want to get I don't want to get in the weeds. Uh oh, he's getting angry over there. I enjoyed her time. Heart rate rising. I enjoyed her time. I enjoyed her time. You in enjoyed this. her time enjoyed in her time a comatose state. More kids uh, <laughs> in this, uh, and just as much adults. Um, that's my thing. Um, nice work, everybody. The next movie is Talk to Me, which came out in 2022. Weird. <laughs> so, dude, it says this it. came out two weeks ago. I don't know why it's saying twenty twenty. I know it probably came out at a festival last year. Ah, okay, and it's an hour and thirty five minutes long. Breezy, breezy. I think Easy breezy. Uh, the theater camp was also short. I mean, that was I think ninety three minutes. Which I mean, I oh, could yeah. have spent 
30 more minutes with oh, all of those actors yeah, and absolutely. had a great time. My theater was actually pretty enjoyable to watch it with. Like, really? They were laughing consistently throughout, so I didn't feel like you know, self-conscious about chuckling at something because like people, <laughs> people were like really laughing funny. every 15 seconds, and I was just like, "This really is funny. exactly what I what I want." Yeah. But talk to me about talk to me. All right, I'm just thinking about the theater. It was really funny. <laughs> like I think I was like feeling self-conscious. Talk to me is pretty funny. Talk to me was hilarious. <laughs> All right, the best, real, the real feel-good movie. Comedy of the year. Talk to me. Rated R. One hour and one. Did that half. joke last time? <laughs> no, I did a pirate joke. This one, I just swallowed it. <laughs> Swallowed a pirate? <laughs> um, watching a trailer, and boy, am I upset. Uh-oh. Uh, when there's also like the lead singer of like 1975 talking about it as well. I don't understand. Um, when a group of friends. Taylor Swift sex. IMDb. Are they already broken up? This is IMDb. We're going to get an album. This is IMDb. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand. They'd become hooked on phonics, the new thrill, until (laughs) one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. That's IMDb, and this is the talk to me, letterboxed. You call the Lancer. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed ham, (laughs) ham, (laughs) they become hooked on the new thrill. Until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural force. If you say embalmed hand ten times, do you think you'll actually say it right more than two times? Embalmed ham. <laughs> Immediately ham. James Bond's hand. James Bond's ham. <laughs> what if it was actually yeah. James Bond's hand? That was the whole movie? Was about it's just holding the hand. golden gun. <laughs> they don't understand. No one knew. It'd be like, James Bond. Um, yeah, I don't know who we're looking at in this video, but it doesn't matter. I'm going to get over here because I don't want to keep looking at the Is it Gael? No. <laughs> not bad. I'm looking at it. This one is. Yeah. Directed by Michael Phelps and Danny Phelps. And guys, this movie. Don't disrespect their names. Was Michael Philippi and there you Danny Philippe. Yeah. So I guess they're friends or something. Uh, they're brothers. Aussies, bro. They're Aussies. Oh, Chris. Come on. Anything to say about Chris that? left after I insulted him. He's pissed, man. He's gone. He's in the corner. Yeah. He's eating popcorn. He's on a yacht somewhere. He's, he, he's in the corner eating popcorn dry like an asshole. Uh, <laughs> probably. He's on a shred. He's on a shred right now. He's got to go. Right. He's got to go take people's money through his CenterFit app. <laughs> He's gotta go remake Limitless into a TV show or whatever that fucking thing was that he was doing. Remember when, when he found that he had like some rare Alzheimer's. blood disease or something? Yeah. Something. Oh, was it Alzheimer's? I think it was I Alzheimer's. He's like, yeah. you might get Alzheimer's someday. Yeah. He's like, all right. All of us might. <laughs> <laughs> someday you might pass away, Chris. And he's like, I gotta do more crunches. He would be mad if he found out that one day we'll he might pass bell. away. Would he not? I think he would. Yeah. He'd be like, I'm gonna live forever. I'm going to lift forever. (laughs) uh, Just start lifting forever and jump into an ice pond. Run full steam into the sun. That's what he would do. He's not Icarus. No. (laughs) Flew too close. Uh, Talk to me. This movie, let me read the, I already did it. Um, (laughs) You read both, didn't you? (laughs) What's the matter with you? Man, I don't know. I woke up this morning, I told my mom about it, and I was like, maybe it's not that bad. (laughs) I saw my brother last night. Did you? Oh, you went last night? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll, do you want to talk first, or do you want me to talk about it first? I'm kind of on a roll here. I'll oh, go first. Okay. I'll remember to get my rating as well. I'm going to surprise you. Okay. This is my second five out of five movie of the year. Five out of five? Yep. 
This movie is incredible. Are you high? It's, it's incredible. incredible. It's it's one of the best horror movies of the past ten years. Heavens to Betsy. Tell yep. me why. Did you watch it? I did. <laughs> That's why. All right. All right. Tell me why. What you didn't like about it? And really? Then we'll circle back. I, yep. I enjoyed it. I wanted to drop the mic. Six or seven out of ten. Maybe you a, said it wasn't bad. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. I was expecting like a four. No. Out of 10. No. Gotcha. No, not that high. Three, uh, three point five. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I thought it was incredibly original, especially when you got all these movies coming out that are like like horror-based games that teens play. Right. Like this August, this summer, 7-Up. You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Heads up, 7-Up. Yeah. Like, uh, that's a demon it. version. Like, come right. on. Now. Like, there's all these stupid shit. But this was like, it's made its own thing. All these kids are addicted to fucking playing games in front of TikTok. Love it. So am I. And uh, this particular one. Is um draw you play with demons? Do you like get possessed by a demon? There's this cool montage. It's incredibly shot. Really cool montage scene where they're all like using the demon hand, and it seems fun. And I'm like, I kind of want to try. Like it's actually yeah, it's cool. a par- it's a party game. Yes. So it's super sick. what it is is teenagers gather together. They got possession of this embalmed hand that has what like writing all over it. Yeah, it's like surrounded them in some sort of ceramic yeah. coating, and once you you like kind of grasp the hand or, or almost like give it like a handshake. You say, talk to me. A demon is presented across the table from when the hand is. And only the Seemingly person random. holding the hand is yet yeah, one demon from some other realm just yeah. presents itself. And only the person grasping the hand can see it. And then if the person holding the hand says, I let you in, then the demon takes possession of you for, I think they say like ninety seconds or something. Well, they don't want to. They, they don't want to go, go above ninety yeah, seconds. They'll give you ninety seconds, and and, and they go insane. They their eyes bulge out. Their face gets veiny. They just like completely transform into someone else. Yeah, and but the feeling is the feel. Yeah, it's uh. Well, that's one of the things I liked about it. But keep going. Yeah. Well. Great stuff, yeah. you know. And I'm sure there's like you're gonna school me on it. There's a lot of no. I don't think I don't think no, I, I I'm wish gonna go would. that deep. Yeah. There's like some definitely like highlighting some uh, 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 metaphors here being thrown around, addition yeah. or loss, definitely. and and definitely for sure. Right. Um. Uh. There's a t- twist that happens that I was like, let's do that, and then we didn't do that, and I was like, nah, kind of let down. So we'll get oh, there. Was okay. we can spoil at some point. Not yet. Yeah. So. Um. Great ending. Awesome ending for me. The ending is incredible. Great ending. Yeah. My brother felt like it was one of those, like, uh, you didn't get an answer type thing. And I like to, like, differentiate between, like, there are certain movies that are, like, a mysterious ending. Yeah. Where we give you enough for you to figure it out on your own. And then there's the confusing, wow, most of this just kind of just, there's seven open-ended things here. Nothing was tied together. Not even pleased me a little bit. That wasn't that. Right. This, this I think was an okay, like definitely good ending. Um, I thought it was incredible. Sick, I, I didn't think it was. was I didn't think same. it was ambiguous at all. No. I thought it. That's that's it. No, this is the ending, <laughs> and it's it's great because I feel like so many horror movies just completely botch third acts and botch endings. Mm-hmm. And I thought this kept ramping up and ramping up, and it earned everything. Yeah. And I w- did not see this ending coming. And it is the perfect ending for this movie well go in dog no 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 i don't want to i don't want to talk about the ending yet all right but um okay. no man i thought go this was in. great i love that like the demons really aren't a part of the movie you know it's just you watch a movie like ouija or you watch some of these like exorcism movies where it's just like the demons are the thing that's terrifying and in this case they're just kind of just part of this game that they're playing 
You know, they're just accessing yeah. this realm. It's a party game, you know, and it's they're never like truly scared of what's on the other side. You know, they're yeah. just like, oh, we're just having fun. We're just playing. We're just playing around. It's like the new in thing. And it's just it, it echoes, I feel like, a lot of stupid games that just kids play nowadays or stupid things that kids do, like drinking Tide Pods Tide and pods. things like that. <laughs> yeah. And it this doesn't seem too far fetched from that for me. Um like too far fetched from reality for me that if someone were to get a hold of this, like this would just become a thing and it just goes too far. And yeah. then, you know, a younger kid gets a, uh, I was going to say a hand on it, which mm-hmm. was definitely <laughs> pun unintended. Yeah. Um, but, and it goes too far and it goes too far for a really good and compelling reason because our main character is suffering from grief and yes. uh, this young character summons uh, the main character's mother and she wants him to hold the hand for longer than they've done ever done before and mm-hmm. awful things start to happen. Yeah. Um, I love that this is kind of just like the whole movie is an allegory for just like heroin addiction and just meth addiction. Yeah. And it's just I like, guess. just the, even the way they looked when they like held the hand, it was almost as if they like shot up, you know, and their head went back and their eyes, their pupils yeah, got big drug use, right? and yeah. Right. And it's just yeah. even Miranda Otto's character who plays one of the characters, mother's, She's like, what did you give my son? There's like, there's so many great parallels. Without it being like too heavy-handed, it just seemed like, you know, they're using drugs to gain access to this other plane, this mm-hmm. other dimension, and it's just that kind of subtle messaging is what I really found compelling with this. Even with it, it's just incredibly shot. All of these actors I've you oh, know yeah. I've never seen before, including. Um, Sophie Wilde, who plays Mia, who's the main star, who's just is yeah. sensational. Like, what a yeah. find she is. Yeah. Um, like I said, I love the ending. It really brought everything home so well. Um, and it's the type of horror movie that I like where there was – how many jump scares were there in this Not movie? Not that many. Right? It didn't need Maybe to two, rely anyone. on that. Yeah. But it just brought such a sense of dread and just – this chilly atmosphere to everything that I was just like, my nerves were rattled the entire time watching this. Cause I just, it kept going in surprising directions and everything seemed earned. It was just, no one made the stupid decisions. There wasn't just like, that's true. It reminded me a lot of it follows, you know, and it follows is one of my other favorite horror movies yeah. in the last 10 years. That one didn't click with me. Yeah. Which is funny. Cause I, th- yeah. I feel like, like that's a movie that you would love, but yeah. just that somebody. sense of just dread and atmosphere when like two characters are talking and it follows and there's just someone in the background walking closer and closer to these two people for like two minutes straight. Yes. And we don't know if that's a, someone possessed or just a random stranger. And that has that feeling throughout the whole movie, which yeah. is so cool. What, um, the director did with it follows, but this movie felt a lot to me like that. And if you're able to channel that kind of energy, like I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the, the idea just, um, I don't like that. We don't get an origin of the hand either. I feel like a stupider horror movie like would have tried to backtrack and find out whose body this hand belonged to yeah. and we're going to find the psychic or the gypsy whose hand it was and kind of uncover their trauma and like once 
we're able to solve it. Like we'll break this spell or it didn't have anything to do with that. It was just like, we found this cool thing and we're going to play with it, yeah. which is what teens do. Cause yeah. we're all, we were all stupid when we were that age. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, here's this new party trick that we're going to play. Let alone that you're letting a demon possess your body for 80 seconds or 90 seconds. And it yeah. was just met with complete horror by the teens and then everyone celebrating. And it's just, yeah, it's like drinking alcohol for the first time, you know, as you're a yeah. teenager. You're just like, you're altering your sense of reality. And, you know, they just take it too far, and this is what happens. I, I loved it, man. I just thought, just, nice. this is an instant classic for me. I mean, even at 95 minutes, this thing just flew by. Hell yeah. Um, first movie for both of these directors, uh, Michael and Danny Philippou, as you mm-hmm. say. Um, French, I guess. They just... Man, they just knocked it out of the park with this one. So, um, what did you not like about it? Um, I, I, I was like, what the hell did this poor girl do? <laughs> like, did she, she wasn't a villain at all. She wasn't like a trash human. Yeah, which I liked. Normal, and they were just like really throwing her for the ringer, and for no reason, I think. And and we could start to get in this. Spoiler! Actually, I can Who was throwing it through the ringer? The 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 writers, the 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 creators were just like, let's just fuck this poor girl's life up and really ruin her shit. And I'm like, what did she do? Like, what do you mean? She was great. Well, can we get in the spoiler territory? Hit the buzzer. All right, hit it. This yeah. is a big time spoiler alert. Um, they make her kill herself from suffering from all of this shit. And like these demons and all these things from playing this game, when like she never did anything wrong, she was just grieving. Like Bro, she, she wasn't. She like sacrifices villain. herself so the other kid could live. She essentially trades her soul. Well, that's so that another the young, problem. The young that's, boy. Could that's live. another problem I had with it was yeah. that was never really an established rule. It wasn't like the demons were like, "Give us your life, and then we will release Riley." She just like her mom whispered in her ear and realized that her mom was manipulating her because her mom says, "We'll have him forever." And it's like, oh, my mom's not trying to help me. She's been lying to me. I almost killed my dad because of all this shit. Right. Regret. Holy fuck. But there was never an established rule of like, if I just kill myself, then Riley will be happy. I kind of felt like when she was like, talking to one of like those crazy looking old demons that yeah. like it was kind of stated like – it was kind of inferred that it was just like we'll trade him for you. So I didn't get that. I just thought yeah. She I don't. I, I thought it was herself, like to end played. this nightmare because that's what happened to the other. Guy. Like you lose your shit. The one guy that was like. He dies, and she's. I, I just thought that was like in poor taste. They're just like, now she just offs herself. Now, if it was more established that it was like trade, and she does it, well, now she's a hero. But because I didn't think that was you caught it, I didn't. It just felt like yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think that's just what I think. That's herself, what I and I'm like, This kind of is, like this doesn't seem earned right. to me. Um, the entire fucking finale of her getting up and walking through the hospital at the end. All so the cool. lights were shutting off. And, like, so cool. this was months later for me. Like, Riley, uh, there's a point where, like, the the brother of the, the the original dead guy in the beginning, he was like, uh, the demons will leave. They'll get bored or they'll get weak and they'll leave them. So, like, that obviously happens. Mm-hmm. And that's why Riley, it's, like, months later, he was all fucked up. But he looked good when he was leaving. So yeah. he was healed. Same thing with the dad. The dad was in the hospital. It was, like, months later. Neck healed and he leaves. Right. Um, so it's just cool that she. It's so instant for her. Time is so like for us watching with her now from like the accident. Yeah. Super cool. Um, that is really cool. Uh, yeah. I just thought that was like a little bit of a drop ball for me. Um, what was the other thing I was gonna say? Um, the the twist moment that I wanted it to go in a different direction. Yeah. Was when she summons. She's like, maybe I can like try to find Riley's soul and connect with him. 
and they're in the hospital and a little demon girl arrives or at least a little dead girl right. arrives and she's like I can take you to him and she says how it's like how would we do that and the demon girl says I let you in and right. it's like she gets jettisoned into like a 12 second it's like another realm what the fuck scene and yeah. we see Riley borderline being ripped apart agonizing suffering from all these demons just pulling at him right. not killing him but terrifying like nightmare I thought and this is what I wanted was like she's gonna go in she's gonna save him but she doesn't she gets ripped out and uh I think that would have been it I, I know cool. what you're saying it, it would have been, been really cool, cool but I think it would have been like kind of hokey that she just enters this demon world and actually saves them and like rips them out of like this well, grasp like, of then what if she like dies in there and like she actually does sacrifice herself for him and he survives and she realizes like yeah you know, and maybe I hear what you're saying I, rather than this ambiguous like she just tosses herself in front of traffic and he survives because I missed it I guess but. well I think I think I like staying in the real world more I like that mm-hmm. we got that one glimpse of that terrifying world and we left Whew. Because then it's just like it just leaves more to the imagination. Like what yeah. what else is going on in there? Like yeah. that's just, that's insane. It's terrifying. But you're you you hit the nail on the head with like these demons are not out to we're gonna fucking kill the world and destroy this shit. They were just like kind of being demons that were kind of being poked poking the bear. None of them. This yeah. wasn't really an overall like we're gonna like take over. There wasn't a, like an agenda for them other than like the mom really and the, like once they got a hold of Riley. Well, some had an they agenda because that the one did. that took Riley had an agenda. But we don't. And, that's come was dropped. The mother said he's coming for him. Yeah. And there's even a moment where Riley's asleep and we see a demon hand come in and touch him, like after. Right. So I was like, he, the demons in the real world. I don't know. Just some like some minor things. Yeah. So, like I did really enjoy it. Right. And I just was like, a little tighter. For me, yeah. and maybe I, I, I just you. wish it went another way. But right. like, uh, this is also one of those horror movies that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. That it isn't just like slasher or nightmare demon shit. That's just like loose. Like, it, it highlights another important. Um, I don't know. It, it's, it's better storytelling for me. And right, it's filmed incredibly. It, like, it looks good, and like everyone's incredible. It's not. Yeah, no, I loved it. Yeah. Touched on grief a lot too. Yeah. With uh, you know, so it kind of echoed some Babadook stuff for me. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah, really but strong. Hereditary has unfortunately that Dark Knight feel for me, where it's like Hereditary ruined every horror movie because it's yeah. like you got to match that, or like every Marvel superhero movie would be like Dark Knight level. Right, but like. Um, it wasn't too far off, but it's just like watching Hereditary and then coming to this. I'm like, they could have, ah, I don't know, but it wasn't yeah. awful. I, I did yeah. enjoy it. Okay, good. You know? Yeah. So good I'm stuff. glad you did. Good stuff, man. Yeah, I was I was blown away. Yeah, dude. Really good stuff. I knew as we were watching, I was like, damn, Evan loves this shit. Did you think that? Absolutely. I knew you loved it. You didn't uh, think I was going to give it a five, though? No, I did not. <laughs> no, that's crazy. That's crazy talking. You need, you need either to call the police or... <laughs> Go to bed. Nope. <laughs> you know, I'm not writing. Uh, I look gigantic in the video. Please don't watch. <laughs> um, but also, if you guys just don't make it real. Talking underscore pictures underscore podcast. You can go check us out there. And we do film the show. And sometimes when I'm not overwhelmed, I edit it. So the next movie is They Clone Tyrone. Netflix original. Netflix original came out this year. Nice work. Um, letterboxed. Beware cheap imitations. A series of eerie events thrust an unlikely trio onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy lurking directly beneath their neighborhood. Nice. 
Uh, IMDb. A series of eerie events thrust on ugly trial under the trail of various government conspiracies. Pulpy mystery caper. <laughs> I like that. They end it with conspiracy in this pulpy mystery caper. That's cool. I dig it. I dig it. Nice. All right, I'm going to start with this one. Yes, please. Um, Sorry, it was like closing tabs. This movie is <laughs> this movie is an absolute great time. I love it. Yeah. Um, I love it. Very Black Mirror esque, mm-hmm. you know. Um, was it a little long? Definitely. Um, yeah. It reminded me a lot of Boots's, Boots Riley's "Sorry to Bother You" from a few years ago with Lakeith yeah. Stanfield. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw that. I one. wanted to see it. Um, this movie's don't. infinitely better than that movie. Okay. Um, how great is John Boyega? And however yeah, great man. John Boyega is. Jamie Foxx is Dude. is unbelievably funny in this movie, yeah. and it is so great to have he him really back is. in yeah. such like a such a serious acting role. And he's hilarious in this movie, he but so he takes good. the work seriously, yes. which I like. He's not just Jamie Foxx in this. You no. know, he is Slick Charles in this movie. Yeah, he is. Like yeah. to me, this like in a just world, this is a best supporting nomination. Yeah, like because he just. Everything he says in this movie just it's makes this lands. work and shines, and he is just creates this indelible original character that, like, yeah. I just want to hang out with him. Yeah, you know, it took me a minute to get used to Boyega at first, uh, but then I got completely into him. Yeah. The more dramatic and the more, you know, the more his layers were started to get unpeeled mm-hmm. because he's like this hard gangster when the movie opens up, and yeah. once he uncovers all of this crazy sci-fi stuff that is happening. Um, in his town, it's just, uh, I forgot the name of the town too, like, uh, Glen or new Glen or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, just really original. I can't believe this is a Netflix movie cause this is actually good and I'm shocked. Yeah. This might be the first great Netflix movie of the year. Yeah. I and in so. recent years, like I'm blown away that they, even put this movie out and it makes sense they they dropped this on the same day that Barbie and Oppenheimer came yeah, out because it's just fucking good. <laughs> yeah, it just what are you doing? This should have been like your extraction two type of movie. Yeah. Like put this out there. You have Jamie Foxx, everyone know. knows John Boyega from Star Wars. Yeah. Like you have a first time director in in Jewel or Jewel Taylor who just does an amazing job at capturing the atmosphere of this film. It felt very 80s-esque. But also, it took place in modern day. Well, it took place in like 2009 or something. Right, yeah. Well, you know phone. what? Yeah, but like they also talked about cryptocurrency. Oh, they sure did. Yeah. So, so it was ambiguous. And like when it, it's in the 70s, kind of? No, outfits. which I liked because it was yeah, just it was like, cool. it kind of led to this ambiguous, what decade are we in? And yeah. just the, all the problems that this community is facing and all of the, the government intervention that this community is facing could have happened in any decade. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's playing with us a little bit where it's just like, man, this really looks like the eighties. This really looks like the nineties, but they just yeah. made a cryptocurrency joke. It's also 2000. And they're making a hollow man joke, which is yeah. the early two thousands. It's like yeah. so many, that was um, great. there's so many, great lines of dialogue in this movie yeah, that I just want to kind of, of rewatch it and just like pick up on all the things I missed. A lot of Easter egg dialogue. And as great as John and Jamie were, uh, Tiona Paris just does a phenomenal job. Yeah, she's, she's just, yo-yo. she is so funny in this and it's like sure such is. a, like a welcome relief from like the WandaVision of it all because she wasn't 
bad yeah. on WandaVision. Oh, I forgot she was in that. But that well, this she's gonna be in the Marvels, right? She's isn't she playing? I think she might be in the in the I don't Marvels. Know. I don't know. Um, but this just goes to show you when you know your actors' strengths, they will shine through on screen, and they don't they shine through in Tyrone. Yeah. And WandaVision just kind of just scratched the surface at the comedic abilities that she has, and yeah, I I loved it. I I gave it a four out of five. What do you think? Yeah. Um, I think I'm right up there in that camp as well. Like, nice. uh, it looked incredible as well. Like, I don't know if it was shot on film, but definitely like had that grain oh, about incredible. it. Incredible. Like, just very cool and gritty, and and uh, and yeah, I don't know. They they just did such a great job of the characters, even though it was bizarre as hell. Uh, I don't know, it, it, it is bizarre. It so had it, like an adventure film to it as well because she kept like talking about Nancy Drew. You know, like, right? I love that. You know, yeah, it's cool. it such, like, such little just, quirks. It was like an adventure k- kids movie kind of at times. Like it was really kept a good pace, right? Know, as well, you know. And what you said, these eerie events, it leads these three like kind of weird travelers who aren't friends at all, but they band together yes. to kind of figure out like all of these strange happenings and just the sci-fi nature and how deep it goes, and yeah, you know. Metaphorically and and actually, just deep That's it goes so underground. Um, it's so funny, and it's just the social satire of it all is just perfect. It doesn't like it doesn't like hit you over the head with this messaging too much, which I liked. It's just it does it just right. Mm-hmm. Does it get a little bit bogged down when you know? Kiefer Sutherland showed up. Oh, and, I was going to say it's a jump scare. Uh, <laughs> a little, little <laughs> When cameo. he shows up and we get a little bit more of like the government side of things. It's yeah. like, yeah, I probably didn't need too much of that. And yeah. I, I might have started looking at the runtime a little bit, like mm-hmm. once I hit like an hour. A little bumping. Excuse but me. A pacemaker. The, the crispness, of, crispness of the dialogue and just the actors alone just propel this thing constantly forward. It's funny. It's dramatic. It's great sci-fi. Yeah. It's it's a great time. Yeah, man. I uh, highly recommend it. Good stuff. Yeah. Um, the next and last movie. Well, wait, 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 wait. Oh no, you want? I want to talk about some other things that I watched. Oh, yeah. Oh, you want to do that first? Okay, yeah. Let's do that. Let's do That's that. a great point. Yeah. Yeah, we forgot to drop it, guys. A little bonus episode in the middle of the episode. A bony episode, if you will. Right. So I feel um, like we didn't have enough things to have a separate record track episode. So I'm just going to talk about the four things that I've seen that I'm not sure if Dave's seen any of these, Great. but we're going to find out. Mini wreck, mini wreck. And then a drek or mini drex or many, we'll find out many drex, many drex. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, the first thing is I finished platonic on Apple TV. Oh yeah. Seth yes. Rogen, Rose Burns TV show. Okay. Um, this was just awesome. Really? Yeah. Okay. So good. you would love it if you watch this. All right. Their chemistry is just unreal. Yeah. And they're hilarious. Rose Byrne's just hilarious. And and <laughs> Seth Rogen's got so many great one liners. Nice. Sometimes he can be a little grating for me and just a little too shrill. But here he's just like he found the perfect dialogue to deliver and he having such great on screen chemistry with, with another actor just really helps propel him forward too. Um this is a great time. Absolute wreck. I also watched Steph Curry Underrated on Apple TV, which is a documentary on the basketball player, Stephen Curry. Steph Curry. Do you know him? Yeah. Okay. It was a legit question. I don't know. I don't don't, Testing your basketball knowledge. Yeah, you know, I've seen him throw. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
got a good arm on that ki- uh, that kid. This <laughs> doc is ultimately uh, a direct damp oh, squid. Wow. It's okay. it's weird that they would make a documentary about Steph Curry. He's still an active Alive. basketball player, <laughs> playing, uh, yeah, still yeah. playing, and to me, he's like he's a four time NBA champ. And what the movie does is try and make some parallels between his sophomore year, maybe his junior year at Davidson University when his team went to the Elite Eight in the tournament Mm -hmm. to the 2022 NBA season when his Warriors were kind of counted out and just left for dead and they came back to win the NBA Finals. Um, Kind of highlight the fact that he's just been underrated his whole career. And it didn't really work all that much for me because he was drafted like seventh in the NBA draft, okay. which, you know, Steph Curry probably should have been drafted first, but he was still drafted seventh. And he got like a full ride scholarship to Davidson and his dad was a basketball player. So it didn't it was it didn't seem like a great story. Like they didn't like find they didn't good. like find this kid on the yeah, streets yeah, he was good. He and they it. brought him up. You know, yeah. like this kid was like a star high school athlete and he didn't have many, you know, scholarship offers, but Davidson recruited him and got him and they didn't go very far in the tournament anyway. Like they only got to the elite eight, which yes. is a big deal, but yeah. it's not like they won the whole thing. So it just seemed kind of strange that they would just, they decided to make this movie and also have another, another subplot of him going back to school and finishing his senior year and getting his college degree which his mom always wanted them to get it just seemed like an odd documentary and kind of like an unnecessary one so ultimately yeah. it was it was a direct for me i mean i yeah. love watching steph curry he's one of my favorites and yeah. watching all the basketball scenes were great so if you are a basketball fan like you would like this movie but you'd watch it and be like hmm, that was cool and just probably never think of it again because okay. it was just kind of felt unnecessary like an espn movie they make right film, yeah but it was it was films. shot with like the quality of an apple tv original film strange so yeah so strange um i finished secret invasion on disney plus oh good for you where, where <laughs> are you at on that i know you watched the first episode yeah i watched the first episode it's a drag man <laughs> you know what it's funny because like, i just i saw y'all chat about it i was like ah Sometimes we talk about TV Damn. shows on here and like we'll talk about the first episode and we will hey we liked it. We'll and it's just like in. I hate doing that because sometimes it goes south. Damn. And this show just it had opportunity and it had hope with the cast, with the storyline taking a more serious tone. And it just it's just so bland. Really? It just nothing is utilized or capitalized upon. And the last episode is, I think it was on the Rotten Tomatoes. It was like eleven oh percent. Just episode God. six itself. Just awful. Um, they essentially make you know Amelia Clark the most powerful superhero in the world in the last episode. What? Yeah. Who was Super Scroll? Uh, I don't know what that means, but they give her all of the powers of the Avengers. Super Scroll. Is that Super Scroll? Yeah. Okay. So, so but they made the, her Super Scroll. The CGI. Of her fighting Kingsley Benadire's character, who's also a Super Scroll, is just oh. so poorly done. Really, it's so laughable, and it's just like, oh, like they have her with like Drax's arm, and I'm like, this is actually Drax's arm. Yeah, nope, that's like, not what it is. There's something, okay. something like that, or <laughs> yeah. the Hulk's hand. It would be like or the th- thing's arm. 
is part of it. It's so bad. Damn, man. Um, I was going to ask you what the, the spoiler thing was. There's a lot of character deaths and beats just in the whole series that just like are not, they don't feel as earned and they don't feel as dramatic as they should have been. Um, and we find out throughout the series that Don Cheadle has been a scrawl. For an unbeknownst amount of time. Oh, really? And oh, yeah, he was in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, so he's a scroll in that, and he kind of becomes essentially the bad guy because okay. he's a scroll the whole time. And there was that theory that the director of this show put out that he's been a scroll since, I think, Civil War. Okay. Which, like, poses just, like, a lot of other problems for the MCU. So, like, all of Endgame and Infinity War has Don Cheadle as a scroll. Yeah. Like, mourning Tony Stark, he's been a scroll. Yeah, that's dumb. That's Which, so if, dumb. Which, if we're going to have that, then I re- really like some sort of content where Don Cheadle finds out that Tony Stark died. Yes, which would be have. cool. Yeah, which would be really awesome and like add a lot of weight to his character, who's always kind of been just kind of meh just in general. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just not good. Oh jeez. Yeah, it's not even worth finishing. No. You know, Sam Jackson is, you know, I would say surprisingly good really? in this TV show. Um, they give him a wife. They give him some some character, and that's the one thing I like about these TV shows. Is it does ex band on some of the characters we've known and loved this one's just so bland just does not hop off the screen at all all definitely a drug that's fine definitely a drug that's okay (laughs) um and the last thing i saw was a netflix movie called nimona did you see it did you hear anything about this no pull it up real quick so this movie was like hovering at like the, the second or third most watched movie on letterboxd for weeks I believe it was a Disney product that they just completely abandoned and Netflix acquired it so it's not technically a Netflix original movie but they did um, put it out there originally animated uh, it is animated um, okay What's Riz up? Ahmed plays one yeah. of the one of the leads as does Chloe, Chloe Grace, Grace Moretz, Moretz who we love yeah, yeah. kick ass and RuPaul uh, that's <laughs> in it <laughs> And so is Beck Bennett. That's cool. I don't know any of these people. Who who's Beck Bennett? He was on SNL. He's been on yeah. SNL. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um This might be the biggest surprise of the year for me. Oh yeah. This movie is unbelievable. Ding ding ding, baby. Yeah, this movie is an absolute wreck. Okay. Catapulted to my top ten of the year. Wow. This movie is so great. And this movie just highlights oh. All of my frustrations with Barbie, because okay. this movie is has such great messaging for trans representation and a trans character, and it does it in some of the most subtle ways possible, with just glorious animation and like really well written characters and just amazing dramatic stakes, and it's hilarious on top of it all. It's just a really cool original movie. And it looks incredible, and Chloe and Riz do great voice work. Um, you would love this movie. If you fired this up, you would absolutely love it. I'm going to check it out. Um, I was so pleasantly surprised by this. And it's just like I waited to release my June movie ranking so I can squeeze this into it. Mm-hmm. And I watched it probably at the end of July. But it's, it was hovering as like such a popular movie on Netflix from 
at least a month that I was like, why is this movie what getting so much love? And it's a 4.0 on, on Letterboxd right now, which is wow. insanely high. Um, check this out. You will not be disappointed. Just awesome. Awesome storytelling. Okay. Um, yeah, Nimona. Huge wreck. All right. Nice. Are you ready now? I am. No, yeah. Are you ready for to talk about some turtles? I'm ready to, to talk, talk about, about your turtles. friends. Now we hit the button. Hit the buzzer. This year's, we hope, number one motion picture. Yeah, man, no, I'm psyched. I'm psyched to talk about these titles. All right, give you us that. titles. Give us that log line. Uh, let's see. The film follows... <laughs> this is IMDb. The film follows the Turtle Brothers as they work to earn the love of New York City while facing down an army of mutants. What a boring... Run of the mill log line. We know what the turtles are. Here's a movie and uh, watch it. Um, let's see what the letterbox <laughs> is. Boom! A new generation of heroes will rise straight from the sewers. That's the Ghostbusters. Fuck, I'm sorry. You threw me off. I was like, should yeah, I finish this? What are you right saying right over there? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh, well, I'll nice, never, nice. I'll never not dunk your alley oops, bro. Thank you, brother. After years of being sheltered from the human world, the Turtle Brothers—that's so weird—set out to win the hearts of New Yorkers and be accepted as normal teenagers throughout heroic acts. Heroic. Their new friend April O'Neil helps them take on a mysterious crime syndicate, but they soon get in over their heads when an army of mutants is unleashed upon them. I like it. So do I. Uh, Give us your rating, bro. What do you think? Okay. Four out of five. Oh, I like it. Yeah, man. Yeah. Bumping, dog. Um, instantly going to have to like start comparing it to Spider-Verse for some reason. Right? <laughs> you know? Well, I, I mean, the first one at least. Clearly, yeah. this movie draws upon Spider-Verse in so many ways. Yeah. The animation, the the comedy. Yeah. There's just the the look and feel of it, the sure. music. Yeah. Right. It's just it's well, it's inescapable the comparison. That's one of my things with it, the the music. Was I wish that there was um like a a soundtrack of some sort to the turtles, like their own like theme song. Like and they each had one or just No, all just of them like like uh a score of some sort. Okay. But it was just like they were just kept like jumping to quest love and stuff. Like great yeah. track, all of great tracks. Like Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, yeah, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah, like a lot of great, like damn. Sorry, my pacemaker keeps going off. A lot of great um, <laughs> tracks, obviously. Right. But I was just like, eh, that was like a one little ding. I was just like, I don't know. I wish they had their own score, right? You know, something because like, you, like uh, it's a superhero movie. Like Spider Verse had its own score. You know, it's an track to it. I mean, the Sp- the Spider Verse score is incredible. Yeah, so phenomenal. Um, yeah. So great stuff. Um, it looked beautiful. Um, the animation is sensational. It's like painted. Like that's insane. Um, it reminded me a lot of Kid Cudi's Intergalactic in yeah. that way. Yeah. Um, which yeah. one day you'll see. Yeah. But I know you watched the trailer, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No. Yeah. You um, said just listen to the music. Don't skip the movie. No, no, not just skip the movie. Just turn the just turn the dialogue off. Just turn the sound. Oh my yeah. gosh! All right, <laughs> silent film. Yeah, would have been better. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, dude. Great stuff. Um, I really liked it. I I'm like flirting between three and a half and four. I I'm vacillating. Um, I just love turtles. But I love the turtles. It's uh, it had so much heart and so much comedy and such yeah, a such fun. a vibe. 
They were like pre-teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles too. They were like young turtles. They weren't like right. They're like 16, thirteen. 17. Yeah, they were like twelve, yeah. thirteen. Yeah. Well, they wanted to go to high school. Yeah, it was cool. It was yeah. good. Yeah, I liked to put them there. You know. Right. That was nice. Um, to me, the the strongest part of this movie is the voice acting. Yeah. Just awesome Dude, the, across the, the board. Turtle actors are insane. Not even them, man. Just the other mutants. Oh yeah. Like they just knocked it out of the park for me. Yeah. You know. Cube, right. I, Ice Cube was. So good. So good. Terrifying. Um, I mean, you have yeah, Seth Rogen. You have Jackie Chan as Splinter, who yeah. might have been my favorite. Yeah. Like, Splinter in this movie is so incredible. Good. Yeah. Um, so you know, you have Rose Byrne. You have John Cena. Giancarlo Esposito. Paul Rudd. Post Malone. Just so many great people on, on this. Who's Posty? Uh, Posty? He was ba, 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 Ray Filet. Was he? Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. So, yeah, I don't have, so I don't have much, like, emotional investment in the Turtles. Like, I liked them when I was younger, but I don't, haven't really thought much about them in the last 20 years. So I think that was, like, you know, some sort of wall from me, like, totally diving into this movie. But if I was a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like, fan, like, hardcore fan, I think this would have been like a five out of five for me because I feel like it's just they seem to hit so many beats and just yeah. be just a great. Is this like the great first great turtles film? No, no, no. The first okay. live action first one's still great. Uh, yeah, okay. come on. Now. Is that great because it's we'll just it you know nostalgia goggle goggles or nope. no? Nope. Rewatch it. It fucking yeah. is tight. It's yeah. like the first Batman. I'm like, oh, this is actually I got really you. good. You know, it's the um, King Batman. It brings that type of level of like heavy darkness to it sometimes. I'm like, this is really good. <laughs> You know, I I thought it was really fun. Also has Casey just... in it, so it's, yeah. <laughs> biased. Uh, I just thought it was really fun. Uh, the soundtrack to me was a highlight. I totally get that a score might have been a better, different approach to this, yeah. but I like the vibe it brought. You Absolutely. know, it's just um, directed by Jeff Rowe, who this is also his first movie, mm-hmm. uh, which is a big theme on today's pod. Um, I believe. This is everyone's first movie. I think so. All four yeah. of these, which is crazy. Um, just really fun. Just a great time. Uh, would you say it's for kids? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. a kids' movie for sure. Great coming of age. Yeah. Each of the turtles ah, had their own. Well, that's like one of the weird things Ron was saying, and I, and I kind of understand. I kind of do. I kind of don't. So he was mentioning. My buddy Ron was mentioning that like there's like some jokes that happen in this movie. That are mm. very topical. They're very today. They're yeah. so today that like I went over my head and I didn't get them. They're like mentioning a very, very topical like right now singer. Okay. And I'm like, I don't get this. And like maybe it's for not for me, but 20 years from now, this wouldn't this won't make any sense. It right. Would be, it, like you could have had a timeless movie if you didn't bring up topical jokes. Yeah. But sure. like, you know, they were called someone sus. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like trying to figure it out. I'm like, but then that's probably not for me. That's I'm an older child. I have my movie. Right. I have my turtle movie. This will be theirs, you know? And that's cool. Right. You know? You're so, not claiming this one? No, I don't want this one. Really? Uh, oh, you gave it a four. I know, but that's, again, but that's what I'm saying is like, you know, like maybe those jokes are in it for them. So when they do grow up, these kids that are watching it now, and they'll, they'll be like, damn, I remember using sus. Just like I'll watch a 1990s right. movie and be like, that was my era. So yeah. it, grow, it grows with them. And True. So that might make sense. Yeah. I was a little pissed 
And this is okay. a spoiler. I'll hit the spoiler real quick. Hit the spoiler button. This is a big time spoiler alert. So Be- Bebop and Rocksteady are in it. Okay. And they're like, they're villains. They're bad guys. And they do not become bad guys in this. They become good guys. Like they become on the turtle side because they're mutants. Yeah, this is where it's all over my head. Yeah, so they're like it's Bebop and Rob, Rock Steady, man. So like these are bad guys. They're bad guys in yeah, what the other I mean, in the like comics and the, the cartoons. Comics, okay, like villains. So like they're just like they should have probably been on the side of Superfly, but they weren't. They're like all right, fine. So maybe in the second movie, maybe you know, which maybe. we hint at which with Shredder. Oh, oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> what? No, I was going to say we don't ruin that, but that's okay. Why? Yeah. We already hit the spoiler button. Yeah, we did. So, yeah. like, there's a little little shredder moment at the end. Post- I like this. Stick around. I cool. thought they were going to show your boy. I thought that was going to be the... Uh, that would have been cool. I thought that I was waiting for it. There was definitely a hero moment where, like, someone offers a hand to pick up Splinter, and I was like, shit, is this Casey? And it wasn't. Yeah. But okay. <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah. uh, definitely, man. Really enjoyed it. Four out of four out of ten, and I really enjoyed it My most of my time. With it. You know what? I, like... In my head, I think this is like would be a great double pairing, great double feature with Super Mario Brothers movie, because I feel yeah. like both of them did like a great homage to you know things from our childhood. Yeah. You know, this movie played it a lot less safe than Super Mario Brothers did. Yeah. But just just talk about like just great times at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And just put it on, just have a great time, yeah. and just kind of reminisce about your childhood and. Yeah, it's just, it's just fun. I love Splinter, though, man. Jackie Chan, like, yeah, Jackie he, Chan he really voiced the heck water. out of that character. It's so good. Well, that's another kind of cool thing that they decided a different direction they did. So, like, Splinter knew karate and kung fu and martial arts already. Okay. So, like, when he finds the turtles and they're growing, he teaches them the ways masters of the arts. Right. But in this, he doesn't know. And he's like, we got to protect ourselves against humans. So he just goes to YouTube. And he just watches the like clips. Yeah. I thought that was kind of cool. Like, yeah. it's, a, it's a different, it's a revamp. It's, it's I, I kind of yeah. like the updates now, yeah. that you, now that you like brought some more to, to mind and, mm-hmm. and brought that to light. Yeah. I, I kind of like the fact that they made this a 2023 movie yeah. in that sense, you yeah. know? So, like you said, this it, generation yeah. needs its own Turtles movie and they're, exactly. they're trying to have their own cultural footprint. Yeah. Um, another uh, Iowa Debiri movie. You know, yeah. I, thought, I thought her voice work was good. She was, yeah. yeah. She's popping up all over the place. Right. Nice work. Poor uh poor Leonardo, you know, just uh asks her to, to the dance at the end. Or was it Donatello? Uh Leo, yeah, Leo, Leo yeah. does it, yeah. Um just asks her to dance at the end and she throws in that line like, Oh, we're just friends, right? Yeah. Well because <laughs> As the you're credits a turtle. roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, she didn't say that, but that's the thing. You know? Right. Um, Maybe next one. But such a great time. I guess I can't have interspecies love or whatever, I guess. I don't know. That's a different movie. That's a different movie. Yeah. yeah. But that's why I asked you, like, what your take on all four of these movies were. Because, like, I loved it. Like, these were just four awesome movies that I could rewatch right now. What did I say out of ten? I was like six I think or you said think six or seven. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. at, like, 8.5. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, this I is, like, I don't, really I think good. this might have been the best slate we've had yet. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. We look back on things. I think this is, this is kind of, like, a great capper to the year so far because i feel like we're gonna get we're gonna hit some rough we're gonna hit a rough patch coming up i want to watch theater camp again well i want to watch theater camp again i want to watch watch you finish they clone tyrone i want (laughs) to i want to watch the rest of the clone tyrone and we can't uh, be we have to be transparent with our our, guys with our listenership guys i'm gonna expose myself full frontal to you guys i watched uh 
three quarters of the entire round, and I, I have the rest of them to watch. So that's why we didn't get into the ending because I don't know how it ends. <laughs> but I did love it so much, and that doesn't make it ends what I strongly. Uh, nothing of what I said I take back. I meant all of it. <laughs> so, guys, what a great episode, and we sure did do the whole thing all the way through. And this is episode twenty-one, and uh, you know what that means. Next twenty-two episode. is coming. That's correct. It's going to be even. So we'll um, probably take three weeks off since August is pretty quiet. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, picking four movies on the slate for the rest of August. Mm -hmm. Grim. That's tough. Very grim. So obviously the number one movie I'm most excited for is Bottoms with Rachel Sonnet. In Ayo Edebiri, yeah. which I'm sure you're most excited yes. for as well. I yes. believe that was on your list. Yeah. Uh, August 25th for that one. Okay. Uh, Blue Beetle, August 18th. Got my DC's... ticks. Do you really? Yeah. Wow. Look at you. Yeah. Yeah. Big Beetle head over there. Um, <laughs> All the Beatles. Gran Turismo. Got my ticks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got my ticks. Um, and The Last Voyage of the Demeter. That I'm, I'm very excited about. Okay. Yeah. Then you you sound excited for all four of these. No, Look I'm at not you. excited for Grand Look Turismo. Look at you. At all. Big Turismo Dude, guy over there. Fun of that yeah. with you. I love that game. Do you? Oh, my God. I played that game so much. Uh, no, you didn't. I really did. I played no. that game all the time. So I was a Need for Speed boy. I played Need for Speed 2 Hot Pursuit all the time. Step on my knee. I all thought we were going to have a cute time. little, like, oh, I'm Turismo, you're Need, and there we go. You know, go. we don't got to be MCU no, versus so DC. Just, we could be both, baby. That's fine. You get you get we're bipartisan podcast. Games. I played Flight Simulator. Um, there's probably going to be another <laughs> movie they're going to make. Sorry. Uh, Pierce Brosnan as the plane. Um, we will not be talking about Strays. Nope. <laughs> or The Strays. Or the strays. <laughs> we will I not think, be talking about um, that dog movie yeah. with Will Ferrell and Jamie Foxx. I just don't. Fuck, man. That that looks so goddamn bad. It looks bad. like the worst movie of the year. <laughs> of all time, maybe. Maybe all time. Holy shit. We might sprinkle on a little Heart of Stone, Gal Gadot, Netflix original if movie. we can get it in, we'll get it in. It's going to be so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well. But I think that's it. I think those are going to be our big four. Yeah. So we hope you guys tune in in three weeks when yeah. we drop our 22nd episode. Hell yeah. You guys have been fantastic. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much. And, uh, you know, just um, just go see movies more. <laughs> is that what it was? That's where your brain went? No, it didn't go anywhere. Yeah, actually. you went to bed. That's what it is. <laughs> Good night, guys. Get home safe. We're talking pictures. <laughs> <laughs>